Hello and welcome back to another episode of Your Drone Questions Answered. I'm John Dicko with the Drone Launch Academy here to answer your drone questions. These are questions that you submit. And today's question is, what is an ND filter on a drone and how is it used? This is when it comes to videography and photography. Today I have with me, I have Alex Harris. He is a videographer, photographer, and drone pilot, all in one who does his own work. Alex, thanks for joining me today. Hey, what's up? My name is Alex Harris. I teach a course in Drone Launch Academy for videography and one for photography as well. If you've, you've heard of me somewhere else or I've come on to do one of these before. I was a videographer for over a decade and I worked in Los Angeles for a little while doing editing and motion graphics and I came back here at big clients, little clients did videography and, and that was great for a while. Exhausting work, but it, it was going good. And then one day I bought a drone. People stopped asking me about the video work and started just asking me drone questions. Anywhere I took that, like a corporate event, it just it was so much conversation and people asking me just to just to leave the camera at home, just bring the drone. And it kind of took over after that. I started giving people advice on like how I found clients from marketing stuff, like already knowing how to do this in videography and editing. There really wasn't a lot of people mentioning like a business side of it. So that got a following. And then I started teaching a course on it. That's how I got involved with Drone Launch Academy. Very cool. I know a lot in the, the Drone Launch Academy community are pursuing that kind of work for themselves and to, to have it be your, your whole career. That's awesome. Congratulations. So let's get into the, the meat of this question. ND filters on drones. What are they and how are they used? It's a question I've had to answer 20 million times. So to put it really simply, they're literally sunglasses for the camera. I don't like to say literally because everybody throws that word around. It's lost its value now. Now it sounds like mm -hmm. I'm exaggerating, but it, they are literal sunglasses. The objective is to make things darker for the sensor. So it's easier to think about if you think about it in photography instead of video, you are trying to absorb light into the sensor. That's how you take a photo. The, the sensor is looking at the world and in a fraction of a second, like super, super low fractions, like one over 2000 of a second in daylight. That's how much time it needs to soak in enough light. That sounds awesome. If you're a photographer, you're a sports photographer and you need to catch somebody whacking a tennis ball you need really fast frames. So it, the shutter being that high is great. But in video, having a fast shutter means really sharp, really harsh frames. And when you blend them all together, it kind of makes it difficult for your eye to follow. If you have a huge flat screen TV and you're watching an hour of that, it'll start to give you a headache. It looks like iPhone footage kind of. It's a, a small thing that most people wouldn't notice until you sat through a lot of it. If we have the sports photographer on one side, and on the other side, we have some guy taking a photo after sunset on the beach and his wife left him. So this is his hobby now. And he's just messing around with his camera and it's a little dark. You've got to roll the shutter back to absorb more light. You have to have a lower shutter that takes more time to absorb more light into the sensor. So if you want to get more light in, you have to use a slower shutter and a slower shutter means you're going to be able to see movement between the shots a lot easier. So if there's any movement, if it's like one over 50 or one over 60 and a car goes by, you're going to see a very, very small, delicate little blur around the car. It's not a lot. In a photo, it wouldn't look good. In video, though, when all the frames blend together, it makes it easier on the eye because you can see the motion happening. It's something a professional would notice. And every movie you've seen in theaters ever is filmed in 24 frames a second. So they use a shutter of 50 or 60 because you get a gentle, delicate little motion blur. It sounds silly. But pause a frame of any movie. As soon as somebody's turning or waving their hand or something, they, they just turn into putty and they look like just, just mud across the screen. You typically don't notice it because you're watching a movie and you think everything looks nice, but individual frames while things are moving, like a train's going by or a car's driving by, they're really blurry. The motion blur sounds like something you don't want 
But realistically, when you're shooting 24 frames a second, when you're shooting video, yes, it's very helpful. Okay. To somebody who maybe doesn't do as much photography, videography, is the ND filter something they would use to essentially brighten up their shot? No, it's not. It's to darken the footage. And I see a lot of times on like Facebook groups and forums, people talking about like, they'll take a nice shot and they're new, so they don't really know. They make a comment like, yeah, it's thanks to these new Polar Pro PL ND filters. They'll run a commercial on whatever product they're using, but it's not like it gives you night vision or something like that. It's supposed to darken. It doesn't make you see more. It just darkens things so that you are forced to raise the shutter to absorb more light. And then the frames in between on the video are softer. However, that's just for video. You don't want this for photos, especially if you're doing like anything near sunset for photography. Do not use an ND filter. You pretty much don't need one ever for photography. And then the other thing I want to mention while we're talking about it is there are polarizer filters and ND filters. So ND filters just have an ND next to the number. I've got some with me. They're sure. just they're just dark. There's nothing like there's no sheen or fancy coating on them or anything. And on the little cap, it'll say like ND8. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to show you this, but oh yeah, this is an uh, ND8, ND16. So it's a uh, it drops it. I think this one's four stops in photography terms. But the 16 is the one I pretty much have all the time on the drone. Any day, okay. it's like such a, it's a nice middle of the road that it's just always helpful. I pretty much always keep it on filming in the daytime. That's not to be confused with PLND, which is polarizer filters. And what those do is it gets rid of like glare on leaves on trees. If you're flying over water and you're sitting at the specific angle you need for it to work and the sun is bouncing off the, the lake and coming onto the drone, like you're sitting opposite the sun, then it makes a difference. But flying around with that thing on there to just, it gives you kind of a weird tint on the footage. And if you're using it just to get that one in a thousand chance that you need to look at fish in a very shallow water, it's not worth it. So uh, I see people talk about PL and the polarizer filters all the time. And I just really, I don't have a good opinion of them. And for drones specifically, it's made things worse. Okay. Well, actually, I really appreciate you actually showing us what the ND filter yeah. looks like. Yeah, it, uh, it wiggles on. If you've never had to use one, you can, feels like you're like trying to, to grab a lion's face and open its jaws, but this uh, pops off. It, it's kind of a struggle when you haven't done it before, but this comes Very off cool. and then that's just the naked lens on here. And then you attach it back on like that. So you would swap the ND filter and then twist it and pop it on and, and then you're fine. Very cool. Is um, that something like most decent drones yes. have the ability to apply an ND filter yep. to it? Yeah, all, all DJI drones can do that. Any professional is using these. Any photographer knows what an ND filter is. You won't find a professional who's like, oh, you know, I, I just don't need them and don't know what they are. They will all have an understanding. And then same with videographers. It's more important for video. All DJI drones can can do it. The, uh, the Mavic 3 Pro as this just giant T-Rex face, this big gaudy lens on it. So it's a lot more of a fight, but uh, it's got three different cameras. So it has to have three different strengths on the ND filters. So they look a lot more extravagant, but yeah, all of them, all of them will do this. Very cool. Yeah. I have a little bit of understanding of videography, but not drone videography. And I know a lot of video cameras have their ND filter built into the camera as just a switch mm -hmm. thing that you can adjust on the camera itself. Oh, there is adjustments you can make to the shutter. Anybody can do that. I have seen ground cameras that have the, you have the ability to roll a different lens in front of it, but drones, mm -hmm. all, they, all they have is the face that pops off. You have to go buy them yourself. So Amazon for, for a, a mini four pro, the one I just showed you, I think they're going to be like 50 bucks or something for ND filters for it. The brand doesn't really matter because it's not something that you have to pay more to get better. Like they're all pretty much the same standard. ND filters doesn't make a huge difference where you get them from so long as you get them. And then I just got Skyreet 
ND filters off Amazon. They work fine. You cool. just need to make sure you get a pack with a 16 ND. That's the, they always come in a pack, but that's the only number you really need. Excellent. Well, I really appreciate that. That's more than enough good information here when it comes to ND filters. I really appreciate it. One thing I wanted to ask you before I let you go is as somebody who's in videography, photography, using a drone, you're paving your own way doing that kind of work. And there's many in the Drone Launch Academy community who would love to do the same kind of thing. What piece of advice would you have for somebody who's just starting out in that kind of thing, maybe just learning the drone to apply it to either a, a current job or maybe even start their own uh, career path with it? Oh my God. Okay. I've got like 20 of these and I can't decide what's the most important, but the, the one that gets people the most tickled, I guess, is just make small reels of your area. So 60 seconds, two minutes, it doesn't have to be complicated, really simple shots that summarize whatever town you live in. Why? Because stock footage is not out in mad abundance in whatever city you live in, unless you live in a huge major city like Los Angeles, Philadelphia or something. If you live in a medium-sized town, everybody thinks they have to leave town to go somewhere more extravagant. Are you extravagant to film? Don't do that. Just get good shots for practice in your town. One, it'll give you a ton to practice with. Two, you will get news and realtors and people who are developing communities and churches, events, people who need that footage when they Google the city, it will pop up first because I, if you live in a medium-sized city, you probably don't get posts on YouTube about that city a lot. So if you post multiple, I mean, two a month or something, just at little corners of town, you'll probably show up higher in search results. I have made much more money from town reels locally than I have selling footage to some guy in China across the world on stock footage sites. People who need it locally, sometimes they will want to buy the footage from you outright and they'll pay you five times more than whatever you were charging. Typically, it's like a 10 second shot. It winds up being like $100 or something because they can't find it anywhere else. So that is a great way to practice making a town reel. Cannot stress it enough. The other thing, go out with a plan. Do not show up and think, I'm going to get the drone in the air. And then I'm going to look around and find out what to film. That's never worked out for anybody. I've never seen that be a great plan. You're going to show up. You'll take off. It's louder than you think. Some kid is pointing at it. Now his mom's looking. It's, there's a ton of stress. You panic land because you're going to crap your pants. You think the drone's going to fall out of the sky at 70% battery. So you get home as quick as you can and then ditch the whole thing. You go home. You wind up with nothing. Don't do that. Google Maps and look around town to find a spot where you can park and fly from. Or you can use Google Earth, the 3D mode to like look around to get perspectives, like viewpoints of things that you want to aim for while you're flying around. And then when you take off, you need to have at least one or two shots in your mind of something you want it to look like, like something you saw on Instagram or something on YouTube, like an idea of what you're aiming for while you're up there. And you see something great, like there's these guys having a sword fight on top of a hill. Sure, go over there and get that. You don't show up on the spot and just go find those things, though. You'll wind up with way too much footage. You won't ever go through any of it because you're not inspired. Have a couple of shots planned in your head. You'll get much better results. It'll make you want to go film more because you have good results. That's my story. Those are two really good pieces of advice. I, I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate you coming on and uh, explaining to us what ND filters are and how they're they're used when it comes to drone videography, yeah, photography. Good. Alex no Harris, problem. he's a photographer. He's a videographer. He does his own work. Check him out. And if you have a drone question, we will find the answer to it. Go on to ydqa.io, type in your question there. We'll see it. Or if you're part of the Drone Launch Connect community, type it in there. We'll see it. We will find someone who can answer the question. In the meantime, we'll see you in the sky.